Welcome to the InfoGov Hot Seat Vodcast, featuring candid interviews with practitioners, consultants, and solution providers on hot topics in the information governance industry. Here's your host, Jim Merrifield. Hello and welcome to the InfoGov Hot Seat. I'm your host, Jim Merrifield, and with me today is Chris Giles, founder and CEO of Legal RM. Welcome, Chris. Hi there, Jim. Hi. Nice to see you. Yeah, it's good to good to see you today. Um, why don't you start us off and give us a brief introduction of your role and how long you've been with the company, and then one fun fact about yourself. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, as you rightly said, my, my name is Chris Giles. I'm the CEO and founder of Legal RM. And our records and information governance platform, uh, iComply, is the product. So I've been with the company since its inception back in 2006. And, uh, yeah, uh, a fun fact about me, uh, I love to walk. So some of you already know that. But back in September 2021, I did a 500-mile, yeah, 500-mile walk across the whole wow. of Spain. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the for those of you who know, it's the Camino Frances. Uh, which goes from Saint Jean Pierre de Port in in the south of France across the whole of northern Spain. So there we are. Wow, wow! Uh, you're adventurous. <laughs> I love it. It's great fun. All right, so we're going to test your memory here, Chris. So I know Iltacon happened a while back, right? Several months back, back in August. But what were your key takeaways from Iltacon? I know there were many, but what were your your key takeaways? Yeah, no, I think I think it's there are so many memories and so many thoughts with regards to Oldscon, but the content I always find is excellent at Oldscon and the speakers are really good. Um, but what I must say I loved the most about Oldscon this year, uh, as with before the pandemic, was is those face-to-face interactions, those connections with clients and prospects. You, you get really to hear the challenges that they face uh, and the breakout meetings that you can have with them and, and the conversations you just can't get. Um, in the virtual world as much. And so I think that's something that we've all missed, really. And it's really great to have people back together. So for me, that was absolutely the highlight of Ultacom. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, it was nice to to be there in person, to connect with, with old friends, to to see yourself, and to, yeah. uh, to, to make some new ones. So that's awesome. Uh, thanks for that. So let's talk a little bit about your company. Right, the company and the, specifically the makeup of your company, your internal team that's uh, focused on governance software, specifically uh, records management. Uh, that's quite an easy answer, uh, question actually to answer. So, uh, as an organisation, we're one hundred percent focused on records and information governance uh, with through our iComply products. We additionally we we focus a whole um, exclusively on the legal marketplace. So that's all we do is legal records management. We don't try and do anything else, and our focus has always been from the very beginning to be a best-of-breed solution in what we do. And so the answer is 100% of our team are focused on records and information governance. That's awesome. That's awesome. And legal industry. So thank you so much for that. So let's talk about key differentiators. There's a lot of products out there, right, a lot of uh, competitive products. What, what do you think is the key differentiator of your product? versus the competition? <laughs> that's a, that's Tough a question. I told you this was the hot seat, Chris. I yeah, told you. Uh, <laughs> it's always a difficult one. I think, there, to be honest, there are many. Um, 
probably before I talk about actually the product differentiators, let let me kind of share some some facts about our company and the differentiators of our company. So as I mentioned before, we're focused in the legal records and information governance space. And we have done ever since our inception. So before we developed a product, we were a consultancy organization uh, focused on records information governance, working with um, applications like LegalKey. Um, and combined, our team have over 100 years of legal records information governance experience. Uh, so we've got really extensive knowledge in this space. And what's more is we have very little staff turnover. Our staff stay with us and we value them. And, and that experience shines through into our products uh, and who we are and what we deliver to our, to our clients. So, um, I think another aspect of what is a differentiator of our company is, is our ability to partner with our clients. We, we actively look to um, ensure that they're not just customers, uh, to us they are partners and we have ongoing relationships with those those clients to help iComply remain relevant and and ahead of the market challenges and and really that does feed through into the product and and really if i look at what is our differentiator as a product well we're far more modern than any other solutions we built iComply from the ground up um and it was first released into a live environment in 2019 so very recent. And so when we were able to, when we developed iComply, we used all of our background knowledge and our team's expertise using the latest technologies. And um, an example of that is our extensive REST APIs and our clients benefit from that enormously. Another is the, the nature of our database structure. Our, our application is very fast. It is fully relational, the database, uh, without sounding boring and too technical, it, it, we haven't acquired other applications and tried to bolt on things or patch or come into the legal space um, and therefore had to change the way in which the application uh, works natively. It fully has been developed for a true legal records management requirement and uh, information governance requirement. So it means it's fast, it's reactive, and it does what it says on the team. And I think probably a couple of other points to say and differentiators is we don't customize iComply uh, for any of our clients. So when we release new features or functions, we make sure that they are configurable so that the clients can turn them on or turn them off or, or do them in a particular way. And it means that what that fundamentally means is we don't need to uh, support 200 different client systems. We can They're all on the same system or within a version of one another. That means we can focus on the development. We can be faster. Um, and extremely nimble in the solutions we provide to our clients. Uh, and that, that shines through. If you, you speak to any of our clients, we are known for delivering on time and within budget. Uh, we don't ever overpromise, and uh, it, it, that lends itself to our staff turnover, really, and what I was saying about uh, the fact that we know what we're doing and we deliver extremely well. And, um, and probably just um, a couple of other points is that, we are the only organization that's founder led and driven and that passion and vision it shines through uh it, um, through iComply and remains within legal rm and we don't have any debts uh we don't have any uh we're completely profitable um and we're um we're, we're focused on the things that are important to our clients um that collaboration that partnership and, and delivering for them without the need for any external interference so i've given you a big answer 
because there are so many aspects, but the fundamentals are those, and they shine through into many aspects of the product and our ability to deliver for our clients. Oh, well said. And uh, I can sense your, your passion, you know, for <laughs> the product, for the, for the industry, for the software, you know, building, you know, I comply from the ground up. So that's, that, that's remarkable. So let's dive into that a little bit about the product. What features, what product features are you focused on and why? What, what's the market calling for? What are your clients asking for? What, what is, what's your development team working on today? Um, so, yeah, um, we, we continue to enhance um, our workflow features of iComply, um, mainly to, um, to ensure that it's, it's easy to use for, for the end users as possible. Um, it's information governance. We, we're really passionate about what we do, but, but many people within the firms um, aren't as passionate. And so for a, a true information governance solution to work, it needs to feel seamless, or is it even if it's not there, for those end users. So in most instances, we look at ways in which we can work, um, iComply can work in the background for our clients. But there, there of course, there are areas um, where you do need senior end user um, uh, users accessing the application or where you need their interaction. Things like disruption authorization and mass mobility, where those senior business users who don't really want to get involved in in information governance need to. So you need your general counsel or head of department or managing partners where they need to act, interact with iComply. And what we do is we strive to make that as easy as possible for them and look to anticipate their needs or the information that we're displaying for them um, and, and to help them make those positive business decisions. So our focus is very much in those areas. And so in essence, when, when we look at developing iComply, we ask ourselves, a number of questions. Generally speaking, who is the end user? What are we building? Who is the end user? Is it an information governance professional? Is it a practice assistant, um, a junior attorney, a senior attorney, the general counsel? So that's what we ask first off. We, we then look at uh, what does the end user need to see to be able to make a decision? Um, so if we're looking at disruption authorization, what's required? If we're looking at offboarding um, a, a lateral or a client is, is leaving the firm, what information does the general counsel need in order to make that decision um, for, to approve it? So we think about that. And then how can we best deliver it? Should we be developing an interface inside iComply or should we be developing it somewhere else? And to that end, iComply is, is interface agnostic. We, we believe that for a true information governance system to work, it needs to meet the users where they work and not draw them into another application or make them learn another application. So our, our focus is always looking to continue to enhance that usability and interact, make sure I, inter, um, I can play interacts with applications such as the document management systems, whether you're on NetDocs or you're on iManage and also uh, integrating I can play within the Teams environment. Uh, so they're, they're our main focuses at, at the moment. Perfect. Yeah, it sounds like uh, the product is very versatile, right? It's very easy to use. And, and kudos to you to, that you're working really closely with your clients, right? Really asking them what's on their minds, what features they'd, they'd like to see. Um, yeah, absolutely. With enhancements and things like that. Absolutely. So we, we always, from the day we started developing iComply, we had law firms come out into our office where we were showing them what we, we thought 
the first iteration of Ikeblow should um, how it should act, what it should look like, and they gave us amazing feedback and allowed us before they were re- any of them were clients of ours. We wanted that that validation, making sure we weren't developing in a vacuum, and that has continued throughout our, our development to, to where we are today. Yeah, that's very commendable. Uh, thanks, Chris. So here's here's another question for you. Our last question: Where do you see the future? Right, if you can peer into the future, where do you see the future state of records management software market? Maybe three years from now. Three years. So, um, I think we're going to see uh, the addition of uh, uh, multiple other repositories that um, end users um, not yet started using. So, if we look three years back, obviously we couldn't predict the pandemic. But the the use of Teams and Zoom and the sharing of content um, in ways in which we hadn't pre- quite predicted uh, the uptake would would be as much. So I think we will see additional repositories in use cases, uh, which where we will need to manage content in those repositories, and, and we will continue to see um, further integration of those other electronic data sources into the being brought into the IG plan. I think there's a also uh, we've we've seen a lot of it, but we're going to continue to see a focus on retention and, and disposition, uh, and there's going to be a heavy focus uh, of firms looking to get rid of the data uh, once it's past its reasonable use case. So uh, a focus more on data minimization model. Now, um, the reason I say that data minimization is quite old hat for some people. But there are many factors driving that now that weren't the case. So we're seeing that the more savvy clients um, and demanding clients in the US, especially uh, through outside council guidelines of mandating content, is only kept whilst it, there is absolutely a legitimate interest in keeping hold of it uh, on the US side, the North American side of the house. Uh, many other areas of the world, many other countries, uh, including in Europe, you've got things like the privacy legislation, GDPR, which is actually where we need, we legally have to move to a data minimization. Um, we're also seeing CIOs coming, becoming big drivers in actually that data minimization as firms are moving from on-prem DMSs to the cloud and the storage costs of um, an on-prem system to a cloud hosted uh, can be, um, that operating cost can be quite significant. So looking to reduce their costs. And I think the final driver for that um, for for the d- destruction and retention destruction focus, it is where um, is that cybercrime looking at uh, getting rid of as much content as possible, ensuring that that honeypot for those uh, those hackers is as small as possible. Um, so that that's I think one of the the focuses for the next three years in destroying re- just um, in minimising data. Another is for our focus is in our um, artificial intelligence, and it's going to be a strong component of information governance for us in the future. And we're actively investigating how to bring AI into iComply, especially around information classification, um, to ensure that we have a more automated application of the correct retention disposition policies to content, even where content's been misfiled. Um, so, so looking at having uh, a, a more granular approach in looking at um, the content, applying the correct uh, retention policies uh, where they're needed. And I also see AI as a, a huge, uh, having a huge impact in mass, the mass mobility process. So further automating the selection of 
high risk or embarrassing or commercially sensitive content that you may not wish to share with your competitors uh, or your clients. So looking at actually assessing the data that you're offboarding, uh, but I can see very clear ways in which it can be uh, used also for onboarding. There, I think over the next three years is gonna be the focus uh, for us certainly. And I think the, uh, the information governance sector is, is more generally uh, going to be looking at how we can streamline and make more efficient many of the processes um, whilst also reducing the risk profile um, in the in the jobs we do. Yeah, no, Chris, thanks for all your insights. You know, you definitely uh, have, have given us and, and including me, myself, a lot to think about, right? You hit on a lot of things, privacy, data classification. Those are all things, you know, especially the legal market, right, is thinking about with the obligations with with our clients, you know, that data is properly classified and managed uh, right on to, to disposition. And uh, glad your your product is, is forward thinking in that regard. You know, I also want to thank you so much for, for taking the time to, to talk to us today and to uh, being a guest on the uh, the hot seat. I know uh, <laughs> I hope I wasn't wasn't too harsh to you, you know, it was fine. You on the spot too much. Very warm, um, but, but not overly hot. It's good. <laughs> that's right. Hey, that's a good message for future guests. So, so thank you so much. And, and thank you, everyone, for attending today's episode of the InfoGov Hot Seat. I um, encourage you to please visit our website, InfoGovHotSeat.com, to view our latest episodes. And also, if you'd like to be a guest on the InfoGov Hot Seat, please submit your information through our website. And thank you so much, and enjoy the rest of your day. Jim, thank you ever so much for organizing this. Great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the InfoGov Hot Seat. Follow us on Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and LinkedIn. Check out our main website at infogovhotseat.com to view our latest episodes and much more.